What is up and welcome back to the Build A Better You podcast. I'm your host, Austin Chan. And today let's talk about why you don't look lean yet. So I get this question quite a lot. And I don't know if it's just the target audience that I've been uh, posting my content to, but I get this question quite a lot. And this is something, quite honestly, I can resonate very like hard with. And something that I definitely struggled with when I first started not achieving that lean, fit, athletic like muscular look that a lot of people want. Honestly, 99%. I would say 99% of us want this look or even halfway to this look. And it's look of not being too big, not being too like thin and frail, but somewhere in between, you look lean, you look fit, you look athletic. And I find that a lot of people struggle most with just being, not necessarily skinny fat. I don't really like that term in a way. I think it's more of a marketing term than anything. But just that look of skinny fat, of not having much muscle definition or muscle size, but also at the same time having a relatively higher body fat percentage, so their muscles just don't look defined. And a few, a few of the common, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not necessarily fallacy, but just the disconnect between what they're thinking is that a lot of people in this situation they think that oh, I just want to lose the fat. If I lose the fat, then I'll look fit, then I'll look toned, I'll look defined. And that's not necessarily the first solution that I would recommend. And yeah, obviously, this is something, uh, this is a mistake that I've made myself. Like I thought that, you know, if I just diet and lost the fat, I would be okay with the amount of muscle, with the amount of definition that I had, with the amount of muscle size I have on my body. But that was not the case. I tried dieting and it, would, it just sucked for many of the reasons which I will get into and I'll explain to you exactly why this should not be your immediately uh, jump to or go to solution for solving your problems of not looking lean yet. So here are a few situations that you are probably in. Uh, this is just through my own experience myself and having worked with other people. So number one, you've been in a calorie deficit or dieting as another term for quite some time now you've been dieting for maybe the past three to six months and you just have this last bit of fat that you feel like just won't come off and you feel like you're so close and you you look pretty fit and lean for like relatively to like the average person but you're not like quite there in terms of like what you want to achieve another situation you yeah you just have that last layer of cold stubborn fat that's just hanging on there like everywhere else looks fine to your standards but you feel like just that last bit of stubborn fat whether that's your stomach whether that's your thighs your hips wherever like spot that all of us have that just one or two spots that we're like man if i just want i just hate this area and i just hate how it looks and yeah that's the point that you want to get rid of and then thirdly you're relatively thin, but you also have kind of a soft look. Like with clothes on, you appear to the average person. You're like, oh, that person's in shape. That person's relatively thin, fit. But when you take your shirt off, you you feel like you're just not as defined, as lean as you want to be. And then lastly, you feel like you're so close yet so far away. You feel like you're just almost there. It's like, man, if I lost like maybe another five to 10 pounds of fat or yeah, 10 to 15 is what I say for most people. Like honestly, five to 10 pounds is not that much on most people 
underestimate how much body fat they have to lose. So usually I go with more safer estimate with 10 to 15 pounds. And But simply put, you feel like you're so close. If you just lost those last 10 to 15 pounds, you achieve the look that you want. And lastly, you swear that you've been dieting in your calorie deficit. You know it deep in your heart that you're, you're like dieting for sure, but you just still can't get down to the body fat levels that you want. And now you're probably thinking, you know, you've been grinding away at it for the past three to six months and you just can't like deal with it. And let's, let's go into a few reasons why that would happen. So firstly, let's address why your calorie deficit isn't working. So a lot of people, their knee jerk reaction when they, when something's not working, they're like, they don't blame the things that they're doing themselves, but rather they blame the calorie deficit. They say things like, oh, this means the calorie deficit doesn't work and everything I've heard is a lie and calorie deficit doesn't work for this. So they go out and like comment on people's posts and sometimes one of those people may be my posts. And they say things like, oh, a calorie deficit doesn't work because I've been doing a calorie deficit. Okay, firstly, let me establish something. If you are not losing fat, if you're not losing weight, you're not in a calorie deficit, like period. The calorie A calorie deficit is not a diet. It's not something that oh, it, it works for only certain people and it doesn't work for these people. No, a calorie deficit works for everyone. It is the physical state of taking in less energy than you are consuming. So your body is physically burning more energy than it's, that, than it's coming in. So it has to get energy from somewhere. So it pulls out either from your fat stores, your muscle stores, whatever. There are ways to obviously prevent muscle loss, but that's not what I'm gonna be talking about on this podcast. This is just something that is that needs to be established. And like people who like say things like, oh, calorie deficit doesn't work, they don't understand what a calorie deficit is. And it's it's something that works for every single person ever. It's just literally an energy balance issue. It has nothing to do with losing fat or building muscle or whatever. It's literally just have taking in less energy. Like this applies to literally everything in the universe. Okay, now that we've established that, it's not that your calorie def- it's not that your calorie deficit is not working, and notice the emphasis here. I put the not working in bold, but it's more likely rather that your calorie deficit is not working with your in bold. Okay, now I, I hope that made sense to you because that uh, shifts kind of the accountability and responsibility from rather than blaming the calorie deficit it's something that you're not doing right okay and a quick reason as to explain like why this is happening it's something called metabolic adaptation so if you have been in an actual calorie deficit for a time especially if you've been losing like a significant amount of weight or you've just been eating very little calories it's likely that metabolic adaptation has occurred where your body's like okay less energy is coming in so i'm going to try and conserve energy through all these other processes usually through the reduction of neat which is non-exercise activity thermogenesis which is just the basically all the calories you burn that are not done through like um structured exercise so basically you know every time you walk somewhere every time you you cook you clean you fidget Every time you just move and do things that aren't necessarily exercise, but they obviously you're moving and that takes energy and uses calories. So that's 
yeah, usually your body you does um, reduce the amount of need that you do, so that's how it conserves energy most of the time. And so your body goes through this and tries to reduce your energy consumption so that you can conserve energy, so it uses that to actually keep you alive because that part is more important, obviously, to your body. And now after a metabolic adaptation has occurred, it's likely that your new maintenance, so the maintenance is the amount of calories it takes for your body to maintain its body weight, maintain its bodily processes, just maintain everything at a baseline. So, and now because metabolic adaptation has occurred, your maintenance calories, let's say when you first started this fat loss journey, you were at like 200 pounds. And let's say you've been able to lose 30 pounds, which is awesome. And now you are at 170. And so obviously the amount of energy it takes for your body to maintain itself is less now because you're just physically carrying around less weight. So let's say you just walk a mile, walking a mile with 30 pounds less, that's obviously going to consume less energy and just moving your body through space is going to take less energy. So now that your maintenance calories are lower, if you want to be in a deficit, that means your deficit has to be even lower than it is before. So your new maintenance, your new maintenance calories might be significantly lower than your old maintenance calories. So trying to be in a deficit, which means burning more calories than you're consuming, that means you have to be even lower. And that doesn't sound necessarily fun for most people because if you've been kind of getting used to a certain diet and you're uh, yeah, everything's going pretty well. You don't want to be eating less. Honestly, no one likes eating less. Like, yeah, let's be honest here. So, yeah, and having to eat, eat even less, that that's even more sucky. So, that doesn't sound very fun, but luckily there's another solution that you can do uh, but that doesn't have to do with being in a calorie deficit. And obviously... With this like perpetual like dieting, you're just gonna keep lowering your metabolism and causing more and more metabolic adaptation, which is something that we don't necessarily want because if it, a lot of people who like starve themselves or go in extreme like cal like low calorie diets, usually they they end up like especially if you do this for like a prolonged period of time, like I want to say anywhere over six months. If you do this for a long time, your metabolism levels can actually crash. And then you could just be eating very few calories and not seeing any results at all. And you're going to be probably stuck, stuck there. And yeah, it's just like your body completely just like shuts down and like doesn't do much. And this is not where we want it because then, then you'd have to do a whole another process of trying to wrap up your metabolism again, which is something that we want to avoid in the first place. So just not completely starving yourself and cutting your calories is the way to go. And now you might be wondering what's the answer to all of this? What should I do instead? And I totally get it. You you're probably willing to like be do be doing anything to get like that lean, fit, muscular physique that you want. Um, but let's be real, could you suffer another several months of dieting at twelve hundred calories or just like perpetually dieting? No. This this like prolonged period of like over restricting will eventually lead to just like a binge because you just feel so restricted all the time so you kind of like eventually you will give up like 
I mean, honestly, there it's like a small percentage of people who have extreme levels of willpower and are able to keep pushing through. But for the majority of you, you're at some point you're gonna cave in. You're gonna like just one day be like, screw it, I can't take this anymore, and then eat five thousand calories, and then that just kind of makes everything worse. It resets all of your progress, and you just stay in this perpetual like restricting and restricting and binging cycle. And next point I want to cover now is the kind of the forgotten link to looking lean. So I think as a society, we're often obsessed with losing fat because the idea of weight loss is constantly shoved in our faces and perpetually shoved down our throats, especially towards women. I find that like, you know, a lot of magazines, blogs, just like information out there, it's like, oh, lose weight in 30 days or lose weight fast or just lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. And also with the whole obesity epidemic on the rise and just, yeah, that whole thing. Like I think just weight loss is just something that's constantly like in like just mainstream. Like everyone's obsessed with losing weight. Like when you see a lot of information, online information products, uh, services that are related to health and beauty, it's always something about weight loss. It's always something about targeting that stubborn fat. And yeah, and when you're constantly seeing something like this, it's hard to not think about it. And so for many people, when they get attached to the idea of weight loss, they feel like they have to do anything to get to like a certain goal body weight, whether or not you've been there before and whether or not that's a relevant body weight for you to be at. Like people just want to be like, I'll be happy or I'll be satisfied as soon as I get to this like specific number of like a goal body weight. Like even though it might sound unrealistic, people are just so zoned in on a certain number. But here's here's the thing. What if you get to that goal weight and you're not and you're still not satisfied with the way you look? Because I know I've definitely been there, like especially when I was very like thin and frail. I think I was like 130. And th- this was like back when I like first started, like I want to say like when I was 16 or something. I was like 5'9", 140 pounds, which is, you know, obviously you'd see me and you're like, okay, that's a pretty normal weight for a dude. But I had that soft look. I didn't really look fit and lean and athletic. And I really wanted the look. And I thought I had to lose weight. And so all I did was focus on dieting and losing weight and eventually I got to the point where I was like in the one thirties and I was like, I don't like the way it looks. So I thought I had to keep pushing harder. And when you do that, you get into the eventual, like, like I said, the, the cycle of like restricting and binging and just like constantly keep pushing and pushing more because honestly, as humans, I don't think we're satisfied with anything. I think that's why we have these unlimited wants, like, that's why we have an economy and like businesses and everything because we all have unlimited wants. Think about it. The last time you wanted something, you might have gotten it by now and now you're still not satisfied. You still want more things from life. You still want to buy more things. This is what we all have an like insatiable level of like hunger for materials and things and just too many wants. So when people say that, oh, if I just get to this goal weight or if I just get to this single like goal, I'll be satisfied. Honestly, no, you're not. So 
there's that. But as, as I was going on tangent there, um, so the reason why most people don't look lean is not necessarily because they have too much fat. Like unless you have like at least 20 plus pounds of fat to lose, then you don't necessarily have to focus on losing body fat. And I found that a lot of people in this specific situation where they don't have too much fat to lose, it's not because they need to lose fat. It's because they need to build muscle. And so when you just keep, when you don't have a significant amount of muscle in your body and you just keep focusing on dieting, this will just lead you to looking skinny fat. Like when you're only concerned with losing weight, I often say that if you just want to look like a smaller version of your current self, then that's totally fine. If you like the way you look now and you just want to be smaller, that, that's it. Just, just die down, just lose, weight, just lose weight, lose fat. But most people, they don't want that. They want to look lean. They want to look fit. They want to look muscular. So they have, you have to build more muscle. You have to build a bigger muscle base so that when you diet down, you will have a significant amount of muscle on your frame. And also at the same time, when you build more muscle, even when you don't like focus on losing fat, when you just stay at the same body fat levels, but you focus on building more quality muscle, you'll actually look leaner because you're, think about it, your fat mass doesn't stay the same, but as your weight goes up, as you put more muscle weight onto your body, your body fat percentage relatively goes down because your weight is going up, but your body fat levels are staying the same. So through a bunch of math, your body composition improves. And then of course, if you want to know the exact processes, if you want everything explained, I have my other uh, podcast and also article that explains how to do this, how to build muscle and lose fat at the same time. And also when you build more muscle, you improve your metabolism because muscle takes more energy to sustain and maintain on your body rather than the fat and just anything else. Like muscle uses energy because it just needs like to move and it just always needs to be ready to be used. So it's constantly just feeding on energy. So this way, your maintenance calories will go up and let's say like maybe a year or two down the line when you've built a significant amount of muscle, you can eat more because your maintenance has gone up and then maybe you feel like you do want to diet later on, then that means the process won't suck as much because you're able to eat more calories while still maintaining that deficit. And so another thing I want to say is that has kind of helped me along this process is to stop chasing a number. And again, like I said before, when you're solely so focused on a number and then you get there and you realize that you're not satisfied, this can definitely be just like very disappointing to say the least. Like when you get there and you don't get to your goal, you're like, man, I might, it must be something that I'm not doing enough of. And you just keep pushing for more and more. And of course, this leads to having a poor relationship with exercise and food and everything. And so stop focusing on a number. And if you look at my article here, I have a couple pictures of people that I've just found online that even though that they are the same exact body weight here, you'll see that their body composition, the way they look is just completely different. And the reason for this is because this has to do with body composition and not weight. This has to do with how much muscle and fat you have on your body that 
that doesn't have anything to do with body weight. Now, I just want to make that clear. This has nothing to do with body weight. If you have more muscle and less fat at the same body weight, you're going to look like a completely different person. And a tip I have to kind of help with this is to stop chasing a weight loss goal. Stop chasing I'm if I'm just going to get to 120 or I'm just going to get to 150 or I'm just going to get to this certain number and everything will be fine because I'm going to tell you right now, if you get to that number and you don't like the way that you look, you're not going to be happy. Either way, it doesn't matter. Like, stop chasing the number. Instead, one thing that has really helped me is start chasing a performance goal because when you start chasing these performance goals of like, I want to lift a certain amount of weight, I want to be able to do this, I want to be able to do a chin-up, I want to be able to do certain things that aren't weight-related or not like physique related, then you'll start feeling just more accomplished and satisfied with your results because that's something that once you achieve, you're like, okay, I want more. But it's in a way, it's not necessarily damaging to want more. It's in fact, improving your performance if you want more. And once you start doing this, I guarantee that you will start building muscle, looking better, and you'll be able to do all that without necessarily trying. Like, I feel like everything will just kind of like fall into place because you're just so satisfied with your progress and you just want to keep pushing for more like tangible progress, like something you can actually achieve in the gym. Whereas if you chase like a physique or do you chase like a certain like number or look, you might get there, but you might like not be satisfied or and it's it's hard it's in it's in a sense like harder to chase that goal and get there like especially when it's unrealistic now with all that being said here's a few tips on what i recommend on how to start a muscle building phase after you've been like especially dieting for a long time and yep so firstly let's address diet so especially if you've been dieting for a long time you're mind and body could definitely use a break because dieting i'm sure you know is very stressful like no one likes eating less food let's be honest so that's a lot of stress and so just being able to eat a little more food is gives you a really good mental break because you're able to enjoy more of the foods that you want and you just feel more energized because you're giving your body more energy and it's like okay more energy is coming in and again due to the whole metabolic adaptation you want to be able you want to move more and just do more so adding calories is not necessarily a bad thing especially when it's slow and controlled now i'm not saying that oh add more calories just go to mcdonald's and pile on the burgers and fries just be- because i want to build muscle and like all that i'm not saying that take it slow and steady you know add two to three hundred calories for two to three weeks and then reassess your energy levels and then just keep adding until your weight kind of like stabilizes and just keep doing that and as long as you have enough energy to train hard and push hard and you find that your strength levels and your workouts are going great and doing better every session uh week to week month to month then that means you're putting on muscle that means you're like doing this whole muscle building thing and also another reason why you don't want to go like too much too fast is because obviously you don't want to be putting on more fat if you go too much too fast your body only synthesizes and builds muscle at a certain rate so if you eat too much too fast then you're just gonna be slapping on a bunch of extra body fat which no one wants 
because especially from dieting, you don't want to be resetting your progress and just getting a ton of body fat. And some people say that you should either eat at maintenance for muscle gain. Others say you need to eat in a slight surplus. But honestly, I say this all depends. This really depends on your set point. And so what this basically means is just the optimal body composition or weight for your body to function best. So some like, yeah, some people can definitely get like way too lean and then they just feel like they don't have energy and all that to perform well. And so some people might have to actually have to gain more body fat if they want to feel better. Whereas some people can still kind of like maintain a like an ideal level of leanness for them, but they're still able to kind of like put on muscle, have energy to train and all that. So this really just depends on you. Just, you know, again, just keep adding until you feel you feel good enough to train. Like don't go overboard with it. Like take it slow and steady, just like you would with fat loss. And then secondly, of course, with training, I could go on and on about all the nuances here, but I just want to keep everything simple. And basically, the the one thing you need to do is progressive overload, which is basically just a fancy way of saying doing more work over time. And this is something I see way too much at the gym in general. Like people just don't push themselves hard enough during their workouts. They just like sit at one machine and then they just do the same movement, same weight for three months or six months. And then they're wondering why they don't see the results that they're getting or that they want. And this has to do with progressive overload. If you're not training hard enough, if you're not pushing yourself hard enough and trying to do better each time, this is not going to create a big enough stimulus for your body to adapt to and grow. And that's the one thing that you have to do. You have to push your body. Like if you don't give your body, if you don't tell your body like, okay, you need to get more muscles, you need to get more strength because I'm trying to lift this X amount of weight, then it's not going to do that. So you have to do that. You have to just keep, whether that's pushing more weight, adding more reps, and just constantly doing something that can like help push you. And if you want to know more about this, I have an entire article written out on progressive overload. So do check out my blog. I'll link that in the podcast show notes ton of information on there and especially for exercise selection so obviously just doing a bunch of like single joint exercise like bicep curls or like tricep extensions that's not the ideal exercise selection like you want to be choosing the exercises that recruit the most muscles if you want to be building the most muscles and also you want to save time in the gym. You don't want to be in the gym doing like 50 different exercises just to get a workout in. You want to pick maybe a few select exercises that engage the most amount of muscles. And then that way you don't have to be wasting a lot of time like in the gym, just trying to build like a decent body. So that being said, focus on compound movements. And these are going to be things like squats, bench press, overhead press, you know, some sort of pulling motion, some sort of pull down motion, some sort of rowing motion, and then some sort of deadlifting or hip hinge movement. So just focusing on these, these are all compound movements. If you focus on these and get very strong on them, I guarantee that you'll see some change and you'll move yourself in the right direction. And basically compound movements is just a fancy way of saying these movements work multiple groups of muscle at the same time 
whereas isolations or things like bicep curls, lateral raises, they, they, they just work like one single muscle group. And then, like I said, you want to be engaging more muscle groups. That way you can save time and work more muscles, work them harder. As for training frequency, how many times a week? Um, I generally recommend most people start out with three times a week. And if you want to know more about that, if you want to know how to design your own workout program, I did write a blog article on this. So yeah, do, do check out my blog if you haven't already. I have a ton of information on there. That's kind of just where I do my brain dumps and I just like literally just write for hours on there and a lot of like free helpful information if you're into that. So go ahead and do check that out. <clears throat> but yeah, other than that, stop looking for like the perfect workout. Like honestly, the best workout is the one that you can stick and stay consistent with because consistency is key when you want to like accomplish anything, whether that's a fitness goal, whether that's a business goal, whether that's yeah an academic goal like just being consistent is going to beat everything else like nothing has ever been accomplished in a miracle of one night everything that has that has been built to last has been a consistent effort so yeah don't stop worrying about picking the best workout program as long as you're consistent and applying progressive overload i guarantee you will see some sort of change And one more thing about progressive overload, like it doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't have to be making 50 pound jumps every workout, like just doing small, like just doing small increases. Cause even if it's just 1%, by the end of like one year, like maybe let's say you do, you do 1% better every week. By the end of the year, you're going to be 52% better, which, which means you're going to increase the weights that you've done by half. So let's say you've been squatting hundred pounds for the, when you first started, at the end of the next year, you're going to be squatting 150. That's a whole like 50 pounds like added to your lifts. And I'm not saying that everyone who's like does this will be like magically. <sighs> Excuse me. That was a yawn. Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying that everyone will like just magically get like very strong over the course of a year. But if you constantly put in that effort, if you constantly push yourself to be better, you you're going to fulfill that prophecy, I promise. But all that being said, if you want to build muscle, just apply progressive overload. Just focus on trying to do better every workout. And then I'm going to wrap up this podcast with a few final thoughts that I had. So look, at the end of the day, you can read all the articles, consume all the information and knowledge you want. But ultimately, you have to put in the time, effort, and consistency. Building muscle is not something that can be done in just a matter of a few months. Like, you might be able to see small changes, but... Or even if you're, like, a very high responder, you can see drastic results in just, like, a few months or less than a year. But ultimately, for the majority of people, I know personally me, I do not have the best muscle-building genetics. Like, it's taken me, like, six years to put on, like... 30 30 40 pounds of muscle I, I, I don't even know yeah and no one knows this for sure but like it takes a long time like especially if you have average genetics like myself like it truthfully i tell a lot of people you're it's going to take five to ten years on consistent intelligent and progressive training to get like 
an outstanding physique that you want, like one that you you're like blown away by. Like if you just want to look a little bit better than maybe like a year or two of training, that'll get you where you want. But this is why I say you have to be in it for the long haul. Like stop expecting to, this goes for both like both like fat loss and muscle gain. Like don't expect to drastically change your physique in just a matter of months. Like muscle building and fat loss take a long time, especially if you want those results to last. If you don't want it to last, if you just want to lose the weight for like a week, then just like, yeah, just crash diet and gain it all back the following week. But muscle building, that's a whole different story. You cannot, you cannot necessarily rush that process. You have to put in the consistent effort, even with performance enhancing drugs. Like it, unless you're like, you have very good genetics to put on muscle and you have also a high responder to PEDs, then you're not going to like, you're not going to put on a significant amount of muscle. But that being said, just put in the work, keep grinding, lift heavy stuff, and you'll get there in a few years. Just as long as you are brutally consistent, I promise you'll you'll get the results that you want. Other than that, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please do leave a review if you enjoyed the information that I've given during this podcast. Uh, written review would be cool, but you can just uh, leave like a five-star review. Um yeah written reviews are cool if you do just you can put like a couple words on it you don't have to write out a full paragraph but that'd be cool if i know that this information is actually helping you and other than that i will catch you in the next one